Well, a very blessed good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Heard every Saturday and Sunday morning at 745 Central Time. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. How do you face trials and difficulties in life successfully? And an even tragedy. Here are some thoughts about it based on Romans chapter 5, and we'll get into that. It had been a beautiful romance. Seems that Tim and Kathy, they had known each other all through their high school. They had uh, taken classes together. They attended the same Lutheran church. They were even in the high school choir together. So Tim took her to the school prom. Gradually, they assumed that they were meant for one another. And then came college. Tim worked hard to get an engineering degree at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. Kathy took classes at a local community college near Arlington Heights, Illinois. And they kept in touch. They wrote and they texted one another. They even FaceTimed one another. Indeed, they were becoming very, very close. And then graduation time came. And Tim was able to get a job in the same town where Kathy lived. And they continued their courtship. And then one night, at a romantic candlelight dinner, he proposed. She accepted. Marriage plans were made. Dates were set. And as one friend stated, theirs definitely was a marriage made in heaven. I mean, things were going great. They were making plans for the future in his career and in hers. They were talking about how many children they would have. Ah, but then it happened. Tim began to feel lethargic. He then started having headaches, bad ones. He went to see a physician, a specialist. He had to take numerous tests, such as a CT scan, as well as a number of blood tests, and it was finally unfortunately determined that he had a rare form of cancer. It was treatable, and he was told he may be able to live with it for some time, maybe a couple years. But that's hard to take when you consider they were so young. Why? It's a hard nut to swallow for such a young couple. Why does God allow even Christian people to go through some very tough times? Well, in the book, 20 Reasons Why God Allows Trials and Tribulations, one reason is that trials help your perseverance. And the word perseverance is defined as the ability to continue forward when all circumstances would encourage you otherwise. In James 1.12, it says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. In the scripture for this morning, the Apostle Paul supports those words of James with these words from Romans chapter 5. Suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint because God's love has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So it's a stepwise progression. You just keep on getting tougher and tougher as time goes on, and resilient, indeed, resilient to the problems and difficulties that may come. Problems may seem to sever. God says in Christ never. It's not going to happen. 
And this author goes on to talk about how sometimes, well, you just have to admit you don't know why God is allowing trials to come your way. But instead of going crazy, instead of trying to find out why and spend the rest of your life doing that, here's the blessed alternative, namely to trust in the Lord that he knows best. It's that simple. It's just that simple to trust in the Lord that he will take care of the rest of your life. That's for sure. Because after all, Jesus Christ is the sure, pure cure for your sins and mine. And because he is and has taken care of the big problem, don't even imagine for a moment that he somehow is going to be set apart, that somehow or another he's going to be aloof from what goes on in your life from day to day. The psalmist has written, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar and are acquainted with all my ways. And even before there is a word on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. So case in point, the Lord is involved in your life. He knows all about you. He knows what is going to be best for you. In the book of Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Well, how can I? How can you when you and I live in time and space and God doesn't? He's the one in his word who said, my ways are not your ways and your ways are not my ways, saith the Lord. Nevertheless, trust him anyway that his ways are best. You can do that because he's your loving heavenly father. He's going to take care of you. You can trust him for it. He's good for it. He's good for it. Indeed, problems in life may seem to sever, but God says in Christ, never is just not going to happen. And then there is the matter of humility I mean, you'd have to admit that sometimes God allows trials and he allows tough times to come because he's making you more humble. Because humble people don't trust in themselves. They trust in an object and something else, namely the Lord himself. He's trustable. He sent his son Jesus to die for you. He's trustable. In a painting of the crucifixion, By the famous Dutch artist Rembrandt, attention is first drawn to the cross and to the Christ who died there as our ransom. Then you notice the many people at Calvary and also their various attitudes and their actions. And then as your eyes drift off to the edge of the painting, you're going to be able to see a little figure of a man in the shadows. That's Rembrandt. And he's saying, my sins nailed the Savior there, but he died for me, and I believe it. I pray you can say the same thing with true humility of heart today. He died for me, and I believe it. It's just that simple. The Apostle Paul wrote, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Well, as you probably know, St. Paul had that infamous thorn in the flesh. Nobody knows exactly what it was, but it tormented him. 
And this is what he said about it to the Corinthians. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, in order to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me, to keep Paul humble. So he didn't exalt himself, but he exalted Christ instead. So problems do come sometimes to make you humble. God doesn't want to lose you. He doesn't want you to turn from him. Problems may seem to sever, God says, in Christ, never. You know, problems and difficulties in life push down the proud part of you and raise up the humble part. Another reason God allows trials to enter the arena of your lives is so that you will believe this simple verse and understand it and apply it to your life every day. St. Paul wrote, we know that in everything, God works for the good of those who love him. Hindsight is twenty twenty. As you look back over your life, you can go back and you can see what Paul wrote. You can see that it is true. You can understand, at least in part, why certain things have happened in your life. The Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Yeah, he's going to continue it. The work that you're doing for the Lord? Yeah, even after you die, it's going to continue. Paul says he's going to, the Lord is going to complete it when he returns. I once knew a family who had four sons. One of the four sons even desired to go into the holy ministry. Well, they were all avid campers, and as it turned out, one weekend they decided to go to Fall Creek Falls State Park in Middle Tennessee. So on Friday evening, before leaving, of course, for the camping trip, three of the four boys went to a quick stop store to stock up on camping supplies. Well, as they pulled out of the store, they came to a stoplight. And then tragedy struck. Seems that a drunk driver operating a 1955 Cadillac, and you know how large they are, slammed into their small Chevy Chevette and broke all three boys' necks immediately. I was their pastor. I got the call. I'll never forget that night. When I arrived at the hospital, Betty... The mother said to me, what do I do, pastor? They're all three dead. Well, that very night, Charles, the father, amazingly, went to the jail cell where the drunk driver was that had killed his boys, and Charles ministered to him about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Imagine that. And imagine this. Three months later, after the accident, Betty received a diagnosis of breast cancer, stage 3. She was told, unequivocally, that she would not live to see their remaining young son, Danny, who was only 10, graduate from high school. Ah, but she did. She even lived to see Danny graduate from college. She even lived to see him get married. And then she died. And through all of this, this family 
never missed a Sunday of church. They knew the Lord had allowed these things to happen for some reason. They laid their situation before the Lord and trusted him for the outcome. It's just that simple. St. Paul once said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things. So what about your attitude this blessed morning toward difficulties, dilemmas, problems, trials, even tragedy? Do you think that somehow God has forgotten you? Do you feel abandoned by him? Nothing could be further from the truth, because when your God and mine sent his only begotten son to come into this world, he took the abandonment for you. You see, the father abandoned his only son when he was on the cross. He forsook him. Jesus suffered hell for you on Calvary. He bore all your sins, and now there's no bill to pay because a place has already been laid away for you in heaven. God can't abandon you. The abandonment has already occurred. You are connected to Christ in your baptism, not abandoned. Connected, not abandoned. Referring to Christ, the writer of Hebrews has written, for because he himself has suffered when tempted, he's able to help those who are being tempted. Go to the one who has been there and done that. You're already connected to him by faith. And through the Lord's word and sacraments, you will never not be connected. Don't trust in your feelings or appearances of how things look when a trial comes. Trust Christ. He's got an investment in you. That is eternal. Indeed. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here, the messenger of good news worldwide. KFUO, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to listen to the full length of Moments of Assurance throughout the week, Monday through Friday, over the noon hour. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance with Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. You can email Pastor Hawkinson at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. That's mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Hear Moments of Assurance weekdays at noon on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news.